when I say the era of both, I mean that you can have it all. It is not this or that, it is both. listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 578. Hello and happy Friday if you are tuning in live when this podcast episode drops. This is the final episode in this five-part new era series of Hirsch Marketing and the era of both and what that means. So if you haven't gone back and listened, definitely do that. And we are going to end this series with a big bang, I guess, episode. Um, And my intention is to talk through what tactical and also strategic components and characteristics are required to truly step into and experience the era of both. And I hope that for those of you who are ready for this message, it has landed very clearly the possibilities in the era of both. And what I mean when I say that, because When I say the era of both, I mean that you can have it all. It is not this or that. It is both in all scenarios. And so this goes way beyond just business. And that's why this episode is titled How to Have That Successful Business and the Relationships, the Health, the Joy, the Well-Being that you deserve and that you are capable of having with the wildly successful, unbelievably successful business. And I think there are many people out there who teach but also believe that great sacrifice is required to have both. And I do not believe that, and I know that is not true because I have proven it, and I have seen it proved on an even bigger level than me. So I have seven things that are required for success in the era of both. And really, this is me ending the series with, here's how you're going to step into the era of both. Here's what I recommend you embracing in your life, in your business, in yourself as a leader, if you feel called to step into this era like I have. And it is the most freeing and exciting time I've ever experienced in my business because of the personal up level that I went through that put me in this place. So here are the seven things. Let's dive into them. Number one, this has been a theme of the week, but I have to say it, is full alignment in your values, in your gifts, and in your being with everything you're doing in your business from your offer to your marketing to your delivery. So if you haven't picked up on this in the episodes that I did earlier this week, alignment is huge. I do think that word can be overused right now, but it is such a great word and I don't know a better way to say it. But if you feel resistance and you feel force and you feel like you are trying to be somebody that goes against your values or your gifts or what comes natural to you, 
that is going to come out in everything that you do and ultimately hinder your success. So by stepping into alignment with your values, with your natural gifts, because you are different than me. You are different than every other business owner out there in your niche. You are unique. You have unique experiences. You have unique expertise. You have unique wisdom. You have not walked the same path that I have or somebody else has in your industry. And so leveraging who you are and your gifts and your being in every area of your business, but also your life will create such an abundance of success. It's crazy. I believe, like, honestly, if I was to say the number one thing on this list, I think this is it. Because this alone, if you go from a place of massively being misaligned or even like 50% misaligned, because you were told that you had to push and force and grind and that it was going to be like this, like I was, like I literally used to say to you guys and take back and retract those statements because I'm wiser and I've had a different experience and been shown a new way. If you were taught that, then you're not recognizing the misalignment and you just think it's normal. And you think this is how it should be. It doesn't have to be like this. Waking up every day and everything that you're doing can be in alignment and can be easy. Now, does that mean you don't have hard days and you don't have discomfort and you don't have challenges? Absolutely not. You're going to have all of those things. But you are going to know how to handle all of those things, all of those bumps and situations that are thrown your way because you are in alignment and the answer will be so clear. That is the difference. So that's the first thing. That is the first most important strategy, I guess, but more so awareness that is required in the era of both. The second is another I'm very passionate about now is the harmony between the discipline, the structure, the routine, and execution, and the ease, the flow, and the creativity. Both of these need to exist within each other. What this essentially means is most of us, myself included, are probably good at the execution. And if you're a high performer like me and you kind of identified with me before in terms of like your motivation, your discipline, how how hard you worked, your perseverance, you, you understand where I'm coming from. You might actually be also somebody who doesn't identify with that as much, but you're on the other side of the spectrum and you need more discipline, more structure, more routine, and that's okay too. But what I'm trying to say here is that the magic and the ability to have incredible business success while also maintaining all the other things outside of business, relationships, health, family, all those things lies within this because you can't have one of these without the other. So if you tried to execute your business by only 
having ease and flow and creativity and like waking up and being like, I don't know what I'm going to do today. And I'm just going to sit around and see what happens. Obviously, that's not going to work like that. That is going to be out of harmony. You still need the discipline, the structure, execution. And so the middle ground between these two is where the results happen. And I was previously out of out of balance, out of harmony, and a lot of discipline, a lot of structure, a lot of routine, constantly doing, constantly executing, that I was missing some of the very obvious answers that came from identifying how to create more ease, how to create more flow, how to leverage white space and creativity. So I am, as it stands, very grateful for the side of me that defaults to the discipline, that defaults to structure and routine, and that has zero issues executing. Like I have a vision and I will go two feet on the ground as fast as I can, but now that gets to be as fast as I can with intention and with ease and pausing when it feels like we're trying to force something or push against a lot of resistance. So the speed is there, the execution is there, the masculine is there, but now we get to have a harmony with the ease, which allows me to have new ideas and honestly, a whole different energy to my business that has already started to completely shift the dynamic on my team and the culture and the success of clients. And it's only just getting started. So that's the second thing, harmony between execution, because you have to have that on the flip side. I didn't say the flip side of that. Like if you're a business owner, you've got to be able to execute and you do need some discipline and you do need some structure. So you need both of these. Harmony between that, the discipline, the structure, the routine, and ease and flow. And recognizing if you are out of harmony right now, how you can bring it back. The third thing on this list is the ability to be comfortable with white space and openness that allows and creates the space for creativity and ideas that could not come through otherwise. The ability to disconnect from the constant noise and nonstop doing and step into being. Doing has its place. Doing is necessary. Doing is valuable. But doing without being is limiting your potential. And it is almost like putting on blinders where you show up in your business and you're like, here's my to-do list. Here's what I'm doing. This is how I know how to do it. I'm going to go, I'm going to push through when it's hard. I'm going to grind and really not having awareness around all of the noise around you. Meaning you wake up, you look at your email, you look at your Slack, you're in reactive mode. You're just responding to the world around you instead of flipping it and taking responsibility for where your energy goes, who gets it and how it is administered to people. And taking control of that and creating intentional space where you sit there and you brainstorm on a piece of paper and you have no tie to what's going to come out. It's not seen as productive. And so every business owner that I have witnessed who 
operates from this place of harmony and is extremely successful creates a space for this. And everybody, it looks a little different. Like for me, it looks like having my one hour a day of scheduled do nothing time where I literally do nothing and I do whatever comes to me in that moment. Sometimes it's putting my feet in the grass. Sometimes it is brainstorming on a piece of paper. Sometimes it's dancing. Sometimes it's reading. And those moments are where some of the best ideas come from. So if you jam pack your weeks and your days and as a CEO, as a leader, like you don't have any room to breathe, you are maybe successful, but you're limiting the possibilities because you could be so much more successful if you created a little bit more space to breathe and you created a little or a lot less reactivity in your life. Honestly, our society rewards this and our phones reinforce this. And they are designed to constantly distract your brain. I just saw something yesterday that said, we receive more, I think it was stimulus or like information in a day than people. And I can't remember the exact time frame. Maybe it was like 100 years ago or 150 years ago, received in their entire life. That is crazy. In a single day, we are fed more information and noise through social media and notifications and email and all these things than people, however long ago it was, it was at least a hundred years ago, but received in a, in their life, in their entire life, we do that in a day. Like that is really out of balance and that is hindering the ability and the and the insane power in our wisdom that we are completely ignoring because we can't even hear it because we are stuffed full with noise and pressure so that's number three and if you are listening to this and you're like oh I'm the person who reaches for my phone as soon as I wake up and checks my email and lets my entire day and energy get thrown off That can literally be changed overnight. So make a new habit, make an adjustment and see what the white space and the creativity and the ability to decompress, but not decompress numbing out to TV, decompressing where you can actually listen to yourself and connect back to yourself and your wisdom, because that wisdom and intuition is something that nobody else has but you and will if listened to and allowed the time to speak, lead to things you can't even imagine today. Number four, this one I'm excited. As I wrote this, I was like, did I really just write this? The understanding that when revenue slows down or maybe stops or you're not selling your offer or something isn't working, that it's not actually going backwards. And this one is huge for me to claim because not that long ago, maybe it was two years ago, I had a launch where I said something like, there's no such thing as a plateau. Like you're either going forwards or you're going backwards. I literally probably just said that two months ago. When I really sat and thought about it and got feedback on that, 
I was challenged. Are you really going backwards? In the moments where you're contracting, where you're maybe not making as much money as you were the month before, or again, something isn't working, your offer stopped selling. Are you going backwards or is that serving as an invitation to pause, reflect, and redirect? So the power comes in how you respond to it. If you respond to it frustrated and and looking at it as such a negative thing that you're, quote, going backwards, then you're probably going to stay in that same exact place, in that feeling of contraction and frustration and resistance. But if you look at it and say, what's the gift here? What's the lesson? This needed to happen for me to make a decision to change something. And therefore, I'm propelling forwards and not backwards. Every single time in my business where we have had a bad month in terms of revenue or we've felt like we're going backwards or we felt like we took three steps forward and two steps back, every single time, every single time, that experience has led to a change that then led to even greater growth. It's led to us stopping offers, starting offers, shifting offers, changing our strategy, redoing our application, changing our team structure. All of those things happened because of a moment that could have been defined as going backwards. But really, that needed to happen to propel me forward to the next level. And if that didn't happen, and I didn't change the things I changed in that moment, then I wouldn't have been able to get to the next level. So I am done with the statement and the push of like, you're growing or you're dying. That used to be me. That really did. And I resonated with that because I love growth. But sometimes growth looks like pausing. And sometimes growth looks like slowing down. Because we can't always be running 100 miles an hour and actually get to where we want to go. That's a big one for me. For those of you who know me, you know. For me to say what I just said and truly believe it and feel it in my body when I say it is huge. And I'm very proud of it. And I also am, I am so grateful for the opportunity to be the voice that those of you who operate how I previously operated now get to hear the permission for a different way and the grace and ease for yourself in those months and weeks where maybe your revenue isn't where you want it to be, your business isn't where you want it to be, and to understand you are not failing. And this is a part of something bigger. And the only thing you could do, quote, wrong in that moment is just not have awareness and not allow yourself the space to pause and reflect and then refine. Okay, there's three more. The fifth thing that's required for success in this new era, this one's very important, is a deep connection to your why and your audience. This hasn't changed for me, but it has become more true. A desire to understand and serve your audience and your customers in the best possible way. I know that every successful business owner I've ever come across 
And the moments that have been the most powerful in my business is where I have turned to and dug deeper in that connection to you guys. And that connection to serving and understanding that sales and success come as a byproduct of serving. And really having that passion and fire lit under you to make a difference in your lifetime and allowing your business to be a vehicle to make that difference. When you see and connect with and align with your why and your passion and your bigger purpose in this lifetime, and then you can use your business to achieve that purpose, you use it as a vehicle to amplify that impact, that's where the power comes in. That's where the success comes in. That's where the life-changing impact comes in. So first of all, having that connection to your why, like, why are you doing this? Why are you, why do you have this business? Why is it important to you? What is the bigger thing at play and your audience and and defining that and understanding that and then making sure that your actions, whether it be your marketing or what you sell or your delivery or your customer service, all align with that bigger picture. Two more. The sixth thing required for success, this this really plays into more so um, the personal side, and that is to define what freedom and life on your terms looks like and to then bridge the gap between that and your reality today. If you want a, your life a certain way, like you want support or you want to travel or you want to own multiple houses, or you want to own a house, or you want to remodel a house, or you want to live on a farm, like whatever your dream is. And if I was to ask you, like, what does freedom look like to you? What does your perfect dream life look like? And then once you define that, you figure out, what do I have to do to make that my reality? Because you'll probably find it's possible. But the first step is really first defining it. And I think a lot of people don't even do that. And then the willingness to understand that there isn't really a limitation to your success in your dreams. Life can 100% be lived on your terms. And your terms are different than my terms. My dreams are different than your dreams. So don't live out somebody else's dream, somebody else's version of what it looks like to be a successful CEO and a mom or be healthy and have a business, like your version of freedom and success is going to be different than mine because your desires and your dreams are different than mine. But get clear on what those are and then figure out how do I bridge the gap? How do I make that a reality? What needs to happen in order to make that a reality? This is something I did before this transition, but part of my promise in this is that in the era of both, you can have it all. In order to have it all, including the life and the life outside of business that you want, you have to define what that is and then you go make it happen. And I'll add a caveat to this that is a newer side to this. And this is the second piece of this, so that there isn't a limitation and sometimes the possibilities are so big you may not even be able to imagine it or 
you might have an idea of what your dream is for your life and what you want it to look like. And you might feel like right now you're so off track and so far behind or away from that when in reality, you just can't see it yet. There is so much, I believe, that we can't see the bigger picture. And there have been many, many times, and I'm sure you can relate to this too, where something happens that I'm like, oh, this sucks. Like, you know, this is a really crappy situation and I wish I didn't have to face this challenge or go through this or deal with this. And then months later or even years later, I'm like, oh, okay. I understand why that happened and the lessons that taught me or the choices it made me have or the change it made me make. So if you also have this desire for what, you know, your dream life is and what life on your terms looks like, remember two things. One, you're really only able to see so far. There are possibilities that can become true that you couldn't even imagine. So allow some space for that surrendering and the unknown. And then number two, if you feel you're off track, you're not. You're exactly where you need to be today to get to that next place. And I know it sounds kind of cheesy. I I do believe, I am a believer that everything does happen for a reason. I know not everybody shares that belief, but I do believe that. And I believe there is something bigger at play in, in this lifetime that we are living and trusting that is oftentimes where you can find a lot of comfort in the harder seasons and it's never steered me wrong. The final thing is to create harmony within all spectrums of your life and so looking at your life and the different spectrums today and maybe journaling on this maybe taking yourself through an exercise around this and asking yourself how could I bring more harmony into these spectrums. The spectrums being your business and your family, your health and your success, your achievements and your play and joy, your success and your well-being and health. To recognize in any of these when there isn't harmony and allow yourself to pause, reflect, and bring it back. And I use the word harmony very intentionally, and this is a new value of ours at Hirsch Marketing. If you listen to Tuesday's episode, harmony is not balance. Harmony is not 50-50, okay? Harmony is the flow and the ease between the two, meaning sometimes, some seasons, some weeks, some months, one gets more than the other, but there's still harmony. When people say work-life balance, I correct it to work-life harmony. Because there are times in my business or in someone's job where they may have to work more. And that should be brought back to harmony when maybe their family needs them. Somebody is sick or they have to deal with a situation and that is allowed. And there is space for that because life is going to happen and life is just going to life, right? And so things are going to be thrown our way. And we need to try our best to stay in harmony between these spectrums and asking yourself if you're not in one of these, like if you look at this and you're like, well, I'm really successful, but I do nothing for my health and my well-being. 
how do we bring harmony to that? Or maybe you achieve and you achieve and you achieve, but you don't have much joy in play. How do we bring harmony to that? So that's the final component of what's required for success in the era of both. The last thing I have is a little thing I wrote on the era of both, and then I'll end the episode. The era of both has no limitations. The era of both surrenders to the unknown and leans into the magic of the unplanned. The era of both leverages the gift that is the masculine while also leans into the beauty that is the feminine. The era of both is unexplainable to people who don't get it. But now, you get it. And the era of both is accessible right now, today, to every single one of you, if you just say yes and step in. So here we are. We are officially in the era of both and all content moving forward is going to come from this place in alignment with our new values, our new process, the harmony that is in me now between the two spectrums. And I'm, like I said earlier, really grateful to take you guys on this journey, to walk this path with you and to be the voice and the permission for those of you who have needed this. I also recognize that there are going to probably be some of you who are like, I don't love this version of Emily and it doesn't align with you right now. And that is okay. And I love you all truly. And I'm just so grateful because to be able to evolve and become a different version of myself and have so many of you witness it and see me for it. And then also to be able to share it and create an impact that's so much bigger than the impact this has had on my own life is a gift I'll never take for granted. So thank you. Thank you for tuning into this episode and I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.